Welcome to Joyful Eating for PCOS and Gut Health, ultimate podcast to learn how to find relief from hormonal and digestive pains while preserving the pleasure of eating. You'll learn from your host, Trista Chan, a registered dietitian and founder of The Good Life Dietitian, along with guest experts on how to understand your health through science and mind-body connection, which diet trends to ignore and explore, all with an accessible and inclusive lens. So let's get started. If you get a period, you're probably familiar with the not-so-fun PMS symptoms, right? Like we've all been there, the cramping, the bloating, the all-around discomfort. But if you have endometriosis, which is an estrogen-driven inflammatory condition, it can be a totally different ballgame. From what I hear from my clients and see in research, endometriosis can be absolutely debilitating. But in my opinion, it's still completely under-researched despite that increasing funding and what I'm seeing being studied and completely underserved by practitioners who are taking a compassionate and evidence-based approach. And what this does is it leaves more people suffering. So in today's episode, we're diving into a topic that affects so many people like you around the world, endometriosis. We'll chat exactly about what it is aka what's happening in your body, the risk factors for endometriosis, spoiler alert, developing endo isn't impacted by how you eat or what you eat, aka it's not your fault, and we'll dive more into that later, common signs and symptoms, and finally, we'll give you three tangible nutrition strategies that you can start today to help find relief from endo pain, such as endo belly. So let's begin with the lowdown on endometriosis. It is, like I said, a chronic estrogen-driven inflammatory condition. As we know, estrogen is a sex hormone, and when there's excess amounts, as per the case here, the tissue that normally lines the inside of your uterus starts growing outside of the uterus in other organs, like the ovaries, fallopian tubes, the bowels, sometimes even the bladder. And this creates a problem because when you get your period each month, The tissue that's outside the uterus also thickens, it sheds, but since it's outside of the uterus, it's trapped and it has no means to escape your body, and that sounds super painful because it is. That trapped tissue can then cause inflammation and, you know, irritation, scarring, leading to that painful and debilitating symptoms. And speaking of symptoms, the ones I most commonly see in practice and reported in research is cramping or stabbing sensation on both sides of the pelvis, lower back, even down your legs, especially during that time of the month. There could be heavy periods, so a lot of iron deficiencies that I see in blood work in patients with endometriosis, a lot of spotting maybe in between periods, there's pain during sexual intercourse, painful urination, and a lot of digestive issues. In fact, people with endometriosis are twice as likely to be diagnosed with IBS, irritable bowel syndrome. Basically, the whole pelvic region can feel like what one client of mine described as a train wreck. And not only that, it does come with complications and risks. So up to 50% of women with endometriosis may experience difficulty getting pregnant and may even experience an increased risk for ovarian cancer. So while there is no cure for endometriosis, early diagnosis is super important and can help you, it can be that impetus to help you take action to prevent future complications and pain and get regular screening and medical checkups. 
One thing I really want to get across is that if you have endo, it's so important to know and wholeheartedly believe that it's not developed or, or influenced by what you eat, how much you move, how you think. So in other words, it's not your fault. I feel like as women, we're so conditioned towards self-blame and living in a world of diet culture can instill this belief that we've completely wrecked our health through food choices. When in reality, the exact cause of endo is unknown, but it appears to be genetic and environmental factors as the biggest roles. Once again, not individual behaviors. With that being said, I always like to focus on small daily things within our control and our food and lifestyle choices more often than not, can help significantly with finding relief from pain and improving your overall quality of life, finding relief from digestive issues, reducing the frequency and the intensity of those endo belly flare-ups. And for those who are listening who may not have endo but are curious to learn more, it may sound small, that symptom management that I just described, but for most people with endo, it can be absolutely life-changing. So I think the most standout example I have of this is a previous client of mine who had actually struggled financially because she was struggling to keep a job because her periods rendered her completely unable to work. She was severely anemic from those heavy periods. She was severely fatigued, could not focus. The pain made it hard for her to sit through meetings. So it was really hard for her to keep a job. And after only four to five months of Diet therapy was able to stabilize her symptoms and actually re-enter the workforce. So I think that's the most life-changing story I have ever seen. So it's not just you know, period pains, and I feel like women's pain is so normalized, but it actually snowballs into really big impacts that can negatively impact someone's quality of life. So nutrition can create a whole domino effect for a better life, whatever that means for you. So with that being said, let's shift gears. I'm going to walk you through four nutrition tips that you can implement starting today to get started on managing your endo pain. If you'd like a concise, action-oriented worksheet around this topic as well, you can also download a free hormone and gut health toolkit linked in my show notes below. Okay, so back to our four tips for the day. First, Let's talk about fiber. Fill up on fiber is my first tip. So we all know fiber as a superstar when it comes to supporting digestion, right? And heart health. We know it helps regulate our bowels. We know it absorbs the cholesterol in our gut. So it helps improving heart health. But it also plays a key role in estrogen detoxification slash estrogen metabolism. So recall that endo is a estrogen-driven inflammatory condition. So supporting that estrogen metabolism can help. Since fiber, it's an undigested carb, it helps create the bulk, it passes the stools, it carries the estrogen with the stool, and then you excrete it, you poop it out, it's out of your body. It's also hypothesized that fiber actually helps to reduce estrogen reabsorption in your colon. Finally, fiber can decrease the production of substances called prostaglandins, which act like a hormone and actually increase inflammation and pain and is often a driver of those period cramps. So 
If you want to get more fiber, super important and superstar nutrients, think plants. So fiber is only found in plant-based foods. Fruits, vegetables, whole grains, legumes, nuts, and seeds. Think what's abundance. What can be added to your meals, even if it is an animal-based dish, right? How do you add a little bit more fiber in there? So some examples I like to use is adding ground flax into my congee or into my oats or swapping to steel-cut oats, which have a bit more fiber. If you're having rice, mixing lentils into the rice, it's the same ratio in the rice cooker. Topping my salads with seeds, adding chickpeas to my pasta or swapping to chickpea-based pasta, enjoying a red bean soup for dessert. So in summary, the first nutrition tip is to fill up on fiber. This helps to reduce estrogen levels, thus is linked to reducing the progression of endometriosis. Find it in a variety of plant-based foods. Add it slowly throughout the day. Drink tons of water to help you move fiber through your digestive tracts. Now tip number two is fats. I love chatting about dietary fat because there are so many misconceptions and so many strong thoughts around it, we'll call it. So fats are interesting because they were completely villainized in the 80s and 90s. There was that whole low-fat everything. And now we've swung to the other extreme and you'll see high-fat ketogenic foods everywhere. So I can't have a whole other podcast about this and I probably will at some point. But for now, one thing that has remained tried and true throughout the decades and strongly supported by research is the benefits of omega-3 fatty acids, particularly EPA and DHA. Omega-3s are incredibly beneficial for fighting inflammation, in other words, helping to reduce some of those pelvic flare-ups that you may feel. On the flip side, eating saturated fats particularly from ultra-processed and red meat foods is linked to increased risk of developing endometriosis and a worsened progression. One hypothesis is that the palmitic acid found in red meat can increase estrogen production and stimulate prostaglandin production, which once again is the hormone that worsens the uterine contractions and pain during your period. So the main takeaway from tip number two, don't fear the fat, rather eat more anti-inflammatory omega-3 fats, mainly found in fatty fish. So you can add some smoked salmon to your toast, canned tuna to grain bowls, sardines. If you're not a fish fan, no worries. There's some plant sources that's like ground flax, avocado, nuts, seeds, or talk to one of our registered dietitians around potential supplementation. And another takeaway from tip number two is to replace more saturated animal-based fats with these omega-3 fats, because that saturated fat, particularly from ultra-processed and red meat, is linked to worsening endometriosis progression and pain. Okay, and tip number three to manage endometriosis is antioxidants. Antioxidants are little powerhouses in our body, so they're constantly working to fight free radical damage and inflammation in our cells. 
For endometriosis, particular antioxidants to pay attention to are vitamin C and vitamin E. Both have been linked to reduce pelvic pain and menstrual cramps. And these two antioxidants can be found in a variety of fruits and vegetables like citrus fruits, broccoli, kiwi, which is a citrus fruit, (laughs) bok choy, bell peppers, particularly red ones. And don't forget about foods like salmon, almonds, sunflower seeds, vegetable oils, which are also rich in these beneficial antioxidants. So there's thousands of antioxidants, all are really beneficial for our bodies, but most research have been done on vitamin C and E for endometriosis symptom relief. In other words, nutrition tip number three is to eat the rainbow. So a variety of fruits and vegetables, think of that fatty fish once again, the almonds, sunflower seeds, a cliche, but it rings very, very true. And last but not least, nutrition tip number four is to support your gut microbiome through dietary, prebiotic, and probiotic-rich foods. This actually ties into tip number one, fiber. As we discussed earlier, fiber, we don't digest it. So there are some types of fibers that act as a prebiotic, which means it nourishes the beneficial microbes in your digestive tract. We ingest it, it stays in our digestive tract, it acts as food for the beneficial microbes. So these microbes are essential for maintaining a healthy gut, particularly sticky fibers like the lentils, the oats, particularly steel-cut oats, ground flax, potatoes, squash, beans. These all have prebiotic properties. So fill up on those when you can, but Mirroring that is that it's also beneficial to eat more probiotic-rich foods. So they really come as a pair, think of them as two peas in a pod. These probiotic foods contain beneficial bacteria that make up the estrobilome, which is a collection of bacteria in the gut that helps to metabolize and control estrogen levels in the body. By populating your gut with these beneficial bacteria, you can help to optimize the production of estrogen. Enjoy more probiotic-rich foods like yogurt that contains live microorganisms, miso. So I always tell clients to take one or two tablespoons of miso paste. You could mix it with hot water and sip on it as a tea throughout the day. Kimchi, of course, delicious. Sauerkraut, kombucha, kefir, also sources of probiotics. So take away nutrition tip number four, is to support your gut with various prebiotic fibers and probiotic-containing foods. If you're curious if you need to add a probiotic, that really, really depends, I would say, for most people, starting with the food sources first and then working with a dietitian to assess for whether or not adding a probiotic and which strain, which brand would be most appropriate for you. Okay, so remember that endometriosis doesn't have to control your life, although it can feel debilitating, and my heart completely goes out to you, there are small steps you can take every day to empower yourself to manage your health through food. By consuming an endometriosis-targeted diet, practicing lifestyle management, 
you can significantly reduce pain and discomfort. So to recap, endometriosis is a chronic estrogen-driven inflammatory condition. Symptoms include pelvic pain, cramping, heavy periods, digestive issues. It can also lead to difficulties with getting pregnant and increase the risk for ovarian cancer. Nutrition plays a vital role in managing symptoms. This includes increasing fiber for estrogen metabolism, omega-3 fatty acids to fight inflammation, antioxidants to help reduce inflammation and alleviate pain, and lastly, supporting the gut microbiome to help balance estrogen levels. If you want to learn more, you can download your free hormone and gut health toolkit that's going to give you all the straightforward tips and tools that you can get started on building healthy habits for your hormones and gut today. I will link it in the show notes. And to gain more personalized and long-term support to manage your endo pain and find long-term relief, you can hit up our virtual nutrition clinic for one-on-one coaching with our registered dietitians and hormone health experts. Like what you hear? Rate and review and subscribe through your listening platform. Thanks for tuning in.